one of us lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, the show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning. Good morning, and welcome to Separate with Lynn. I'm looking forward to a great show today with my guest, Diane Ojar Ali. Uh, this show is being pre-recorded, so we won't have live chat or call-ins today. But you can always email me anytime at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. I'm here to answer your questions about your financial needs, your retirement income planning, or how to effectively add charitable giving to your financial plan or your estate planning. Um, actually, any financial question, um, I'm offering free half-hour consultations by telephone. So shoot me an email, and we'll come up with a convenient time that uh, that we can sit and chat about uh, anything that um, that you're dealing with right now financially. That email again is lynn at stepright.ca, L-I-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. Our topic today is the big F. How do you avoid a confrontation between Mrs. Fraud and you? I don't want to meet her, but how do I avoid it? By ourself with knowledge and being aware of who and what Mrs. Fraud is. Today, my guest is Diane Ojar Ali, and she's going to help us understand and become aware of the threats of fraud. Mrs. Fraud is a scam artist, and you are her target. Diane will help to familiarize you with the schemes and scams that can affect your plans. Diane is the author of Mrs. Fraud and You. She's the recipient of the National Library and Information System Authority National Library of Trinidad and Tobago's First Time Authors Award in 2013. Mrs. Fraud and You is a guidebook to early intervention in identity theft and fraud and scams and contains tips and tricks of the trade to watch out for to prevent the crime of the 21st century. She plans to turn victims into heroes. She is a coach and CEO of Empowerment Solutions 365 and Network Video Productions and host of the Diane and You Show. Diane's mission is to bring out the greatness and excellence in others using the tools of NLP, timeline therapy, and hypnosis. We're so pleased to have you with us this morning, Diane. How are you? I'm fine, Lynn. Thank you. That was such an impressive bio. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you recognize anyone in it? (laughs) I know. I I have to get a copy of that. I should be using that copy. It's so okay. well together. Thank you. You did your research very well. Thank you. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> so I know you're always busy. What's keeping you busy this week? Oh, this week we have the uh, carnival, the Toronto Carnival. Mm-hmm. That's happening in town next week. So we have a lot of events we have to cover. Uh-huh. So that's keeping uh-huh. you busy um, for the, the TV station. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, so the carnival going on, a lot's going on. Well, there's always lots going on in Toronto, isn't there? Yes, that's right. There's a lot going on. The, the carnival, the actual parade is on August 2nd, which used to be Caribbean, and that was Scotiabank Caribbean, Toronto Caribbean Festival. 
Okay, so the name has changed. The name has yeah. changed. My um, producer is actually the official photographer videographer for the FMC, which is the Festival Management Committee that arranges the carnival. Okay. So we okay. do a lot of interviews, and we put it together for the TV station, um, for the diasporas and everyone else. So we're pretty busy with that. Yes, well, we're glad you could fit us in today. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's, it's amazing. Thank you. So what is the big F, and why do you call out? Well, you got to hold on, because most people think the big F means whatever they think the big F is, but the big F <laughs> is actually fraud. It's fraud. It's um, identity theft. I, can, I call it the big F simply because it is like an epidemic and a disease, uh-huh. So I compare it to the big C. Ah. So once it gets once it gets in there and gets to you, becomes a part of you, it's very difficult to shake it, mm. to recover from it. I actually got a phone call yesterday evening from a friend of mine, a very good friend, and she um, told me of another friend of hers who is um, really deep into a romance scam. And she's just mm. denied and will not recognize to the point she's living in her car. Very successful businesswoman. Oh, but dear. Has been divorced. Has been divorced. And um, she's in her 60s. And uh, she just believes that this person will come and marry her. She's oh, my. So well, how, how does this happen, Diane? Well, again, you have to think about people are so vulnerable. Mm. And... Um, we trust people too much. There's so many different types of fraud, but let's let's look at the romance fraud for a moment because it's all a little different. So the romance mm-hmm. fraud is people preying on people, ability, loneliness, companionship. We just want someone to love us, and we're hoping that it's someone, anyone who gives us attention. So you mm-hmm. you know you've been in relationships before. And for whatever reason, it may have not, it probably may have broken up or whatever it is, for whatever reason. But right. we call that like a rebound, for example. And the first person that comes along with this attention, mm-hmm. we automatically gravitate to them. Okay. No, so is this an online thing. thing we're talking about, Diane? Well, typically, this particular one starts online. Um, I had wrote an article where I tagged it, um, romance online dating equals romance scam, and it leads to organized crime. Now, I want people to understand Hmm. that the fraudster, Mrs. Fraud and her friends, as I call it, um, preying on people. Now, they were hit. You know, technology is great. So it gives us the opportunity with a hit of a button, you can do a blast. You can send out an email blast. Well, this right. is what happens. There's somebody out there who's going to actually take the bait. And the person that you see on the other side obviously is not the person who mm-hmm. it is. Uh, from my understanding, this, but in this particular case, the fraud statue came and visited her. Oh. And, yeah, and went back now. It's, um, you know, she's given to over half a million dollars. Oh, no. And people are trying to help her. Hmm. Uh, so, she's, uh, so what she's doing, she's taking that money and still giving it to him, still believing, you know, because he's come up with a point, he's saying he can't do this, he doesn't have this, he's, he needs money for whatever reason. 
Wow. So I want people to understand it's not only men praying a woman. It's women okay. praying on men or women praying on women pretending to be a man. Because you don't mm. know. It, it, gender is not a factor here because you don't know who's on the other side. Okay. Okay. And I There's guess, I mean, you you want to believe that it's true. And then once you're involved in it, it will be hard to admit that you've made a mistake, I guess, too. Well, there is no mistakes in life. There's only lessons to learn. Unfortunately, some of us don't really learn anything from these lessons. or they <laughs> tend to, You know what I mean? They tend to deny it, so they're not seeing right. the big picture in all of this. Right. So definitely not. Um, again, it's one of these things that um, that's the highest rising, by the way, one of the highest rising forms of fraud. I mean, I get, and you may have as well, I I get all the time in Facebook, even on LinkedIn, some of these people. Yeah. Nationally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, when you think about the frauds, that they get one or two people out of the thousands that they send a blast to. I see, yeah. So, so I'm not offending anyone. I don't. I don't no, respond no, no, to that stuff. <laughs> no, they're, they're just. They've sent it out to so many. Right. Yes, it's it's a business. Yeah. It's a 24/7 business for them, and there's going to be. It's like you put your. The analogy is you 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 go to fish, mm-hmm. and you throw your fishing rod in the pond. Yeah. You may get a hit. You may mm-hmm. not. You just need one. But if you right. do it so often. It doesn't matter if it's a little sunfish. You get one of them. And the funny thing is, they would they would build a relationship with you. And it happens mm-hmm. very fast, by the way. It happens so fast. Um, it could be a couple of days, and then they start asking you for money. Mm-hmm. And then they start asking for more money because they're testing you. And when you refuse, they get very aggressive. Oh. Wow. I personally had two people I know, two women I know, who um, one is engaged and one is actually um, she is a single, she's single, and it was the same person. But so happened the second person who told oh, me about really? it. I was um, the aunt, and she said she sent this to me. And I said, wait a minute, when I first name, which happened to be Robert, and and she said it was Chevron, and I put those two together, I realized it's the same person. Oh my! So she blocked it. She yeah, blocked it, yeah. and he came back with a different name. She she recognized the um, the information and the email that he sent. Right. So right away, wow. I knew who it was. So it, again, it's, it's it's ironic that the two ladies live in the um, GTA area in a sense, but yeah, people act on emotions, yeah, not logic. Right. Right. So what other types of fraud is there, Diane? Oh my gosh! There is for every industry. We can also speak about um, car fraud. Okay. You know, people can so many different types of car frauds or insurance fraud. There's um, the switch and bait. We have like false advertising fraud, moving fraud. Of course, we have the traditional ones like the phishing, whereby the emails get emails, uh, websites that looks authentic, but it's not. Your banks will not. Mm-hmm. I will repeat this. Your bank will not send you an email saying to change your password online. They will not do that. Mm-hmm. If you receive an email that you're not familiar with, please do not click on the link. Okay. If you hover on it, 
If you hover on the hyperlink, which is the website that they direct you to, you should be able to see some more information at the um, end, which is not really visible when you actually click on the website. If it directs you to a different website, please do not click on it. Actually, this week, I actually gone to a website because I had to visit a website for some promotion material we were um, getting for the carnival. So this website was sent to me by my, my, my tech guy to look at it, my mm -hmm. producer. Mm -hmm. and, um, but it picked up all these these flashes, these cookies, these pop-ups, okay. which happen to be viruses, by the way. And again, it's just directing you to something that you really should not. If you don't know, do not click where it says your PC has a virus, you need to update and so forth. No, do not. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, I have I been... I've invited viruses by doing that too, right? Where yes. where you just and you're always in a hurry too, right? So so you know, oh well, it needs to check, and so you you know you click without thinking. I have fallen for that one, but uh, then I have to have the my tech guy come in and clean everything up yes. again. Yes. Yeah, I had one this week which was blocking where I had to type in, and it just and it's, the funny thing is, if you, I realized too is if you click on the X to close it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't close it. It pops up another window. Ah. And then you're kind of trapped. <laughs> it's, well, well, then your computer starts slowing down. You get all these pop-up and these cookies. So my um, my producer was also a, a tech with one of the nerds on site. He was cleaning it up. My husband was cleaning it up because it slows down your computer. And then, of course, I got all the pop-ups in the end saying, you know, it has been detected, so many viruses and so forth. Now, I could still use my computer. It didn't totally yeah. crash. But the, the point is, I had I have so much information on my computer, my documents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Laptop yeah. To, to have invoices. I, mean, I can't afford for my laptop to crash. No. So I no. have to put it up on a backup uh, hard drive. But going back to the different types of frauds, but those are the common ones. You have mail fraud. You have... Um, you know, you you think about it. You put an industry and there's fraud. It's plain and simple. Every industry yeah. has a fraud. Okay, we're just going to go to a break now, Diane, and and we'll hear more about the uh, all the different types after the break. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atozen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. back 
This is Step Right with Lynn. Uh, my guest today is Diane Ojar Ali. She is the author of Mrs. Fraud and You, and she's been telling us about different types of fraud. Um, my producer here is asking Diane, um, have you heard the PayPal fraud? Uh, she says she's received emails saying that it was PayPal when it wasn't really uh, when it wasn't really PayPal, and she's received over 50 of those uh, emails. Absolutely. I've, I have had PayPal. I have had CRE. I have had oh. um, emails from the states saying I have money. I actually went so far to um, to receive a letter from it was actually me from Toronto saying I have okay. an uncle in China yes. who left me an inheritance. Now yeah, I've had them. Had I've had them in Colombia and Africa, and I've I got all I've got all kinds of rich relatives all over the world that are that are dying. And yeah. and, and the funny thing about it is, if you look at my name, Lynn, it's so unique, like a thumbprint in this whole entire universe or galaxy, for that matter. It's a very unique name, a combination yes. of names. Yeah. So, uh, so they told me I had an Albert Ojo Ali, which isn't even spelled the uh, last correct. And uh, she just goes to show, but that's this mail from Toronto. Ah. And it wow. looks like I have a stamp from a lawyer and so forth. So let's go back to your producer's question to PayPal. Well, you will get PayPal. Yeah. You will get um, Microsoft. You will get any company that you know. It's they will because most people do not like to use PayPal. They don't trust it. I have PayPal right. accounts. Yeah. I have many different types of accounts. But again, if you receive a name, let's go back to the bank websites for a moment. Okay. If PayPal will not connect. You would know if it's a legit email from PayPal okay. or your website or whoever is sending you. You can tell the difference. depends on, you know, it's telling me, I have the PayPal email that's saying I can get, I believe there's some $25 or something waiting there for me. Uh, yeah. You would know you would know what it is. If you're not sure about something, pick up the phone and call. That's why I like to really I don't typically like to order things online. Mhm. Mhm. I like to speak to people because the beginning once you order things online, you can't really go back if you have to change something or fix something. So yeah. I really like to speak customer service. Well, that's why there's customer service there. And make sure I have exactly what I'm looking for. Right. No, it's it's yeah, so easy it's, to it's so easy to order things online. And it is, you know, when it is. you you know, the other thing when you talk about looking at the website, you know, to know, I think that you know, it's partly because we get in a hurry, right? Yeah, you know, where you cool. might you know, where you click before you think sometimes. That's right. That's right. And and the funny thing is, like I said, technology is Awesome. It mm-hmm. has its advantages. It has its disadvantages. But again, if you're not computer savvy, and this is the problem, a lot of people don't understand how to use the. Now, I'm not techie techie. I'm telling you that from now. I mean, mm-hmm. I I can survive. But there's certain things you don't know. You need to ask questions. All right. And ask the right people, by the way. Ask the right people. 
we don't All have right. to depend. If you're going to depend, if you're going to, sorry, if you're going to shop online, get a credit card that actually has a low, in, a low limit, maybe $1,000 or 500 depends on what you're doing. Right, right. So, so for whatever you be compromised, or let me explain what compromise means. Okay. Compromise is basically where you have been a target identity theft, mm-hmm. whereby somehow they got your credit card and they start using your credit card. Okay. Or bank account for that matter. But let's go back to credit mm-hmm. card. It happens on the yeah. account as well. That's compromise because somebody literally had taken money from your account. Okay. But let's take it to where it's a possible compromise, and you may have gotten calls about this from your bank, whereby they suggest that you change your bank card or credit card. And, of course, it avoids the hell out of you, becoming it annoys the hell out of you because you're shopping mm-hmm. and you can't use your credit card or your bank card anymore. Right. The reason for that being is for a simple example is, you may gone. You may have visited a gas station. I'm not picking on gas station, but this is what typically happens. Mm-hmm. It used to be gas stations and restaurants, but now it's all everywhere you go. And mm-hmm. what happened is, um, there may have been a problem with one of the employees there who actually was selling the numbers. Okay. okay. And yeah. that's what they call skimming. You know, they skimming the copy of credit card number and so forth. Well, what happens is one or two people might be hit with that. But everybody who has been connection with that employee, the bank will contact them. Okay. The will contact you and say there's a possibility you may have been compromised and they'll go through the transactions to make sure everything is fine. If everything is fine, then they still suggest that you use you change your bank card to get a new number or your credit card. Right. Okay. For those who've been compromised meaning that the money has actually been taken, this is the part that really ticks me off. Mm. <laughs> I'll simply put it, and I'll tell you why. The, they're putting this investigation with the bank or the financial institution or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And because the, they will cover your funds back and give it back to you, they claim that the, this is the victims now. They claim that they have they have not been a victim of identity theft or possible identity mm-hmm. theft or fraud. Okay. Well, hello. That's not the case. So they denied as well because they don't believe they'll be a victim because once you're a victim, chances of you becoming a victim multiple times is very high. Really? Because it's an information-based society. We love to give out our information. Mm-hmm. So from... I know we just connected, but I I used to, and it used to drive me crazy. I used to, all the time, I would see business people, professional people I know as well, as well as friends and family and so forth, will put your date of birth willingly out there on Facebook and so forth. Oh, yeah. The problem is, people will eventually figure out how old you are, but you don't have to willingly give it because in the mortgage industry, your date of birth is like gold. I know my mortgage agent, uh-huh. my mortgage broker, sorry, will not give us his date of birth because okay. that's where mortgage fraud comes in as well. So we can talk about all types of frauds, but just be very careful who you give your information to. Now, I don't know if you know this, but it is against the law to ask someone their social insurance number now when you're applying for a job. Really? But how would they report income to Revenue Canada then? Well, they will have to eventually give it to you. You know, in the old days, if you remember, when you flood an application, 
Oh, I see. Not, yeah, right before you had a job. Step. Right. Well, exactly. yeah. They do, not, they do not need it. And so if they don't hire you, why should they have that information? There? Yes, for sure. To begin yeah, for with. sure. So you have so there's a law that's passed claims that the employer cannot actually suppose employee for their social insurance number until they've actually hired that person and the person has three days after to actually give it or because then wow. you can send it to their payroll department. Yeah. Well that makes sense, right? That does it's, make it's sense to not to not be exactly. putting it on so many things. And I know that in I know that in our industry in financial mm-hmm. services, um you know, your your social insurance number used to be posted with your you know, with your information and it isn't anymore. You know, like they have really cut down on the on the amount of places where that number is seen in our records as well. Absolutely. And the sad, let's be on social insurance for a moment, because this is the one that really gets me. Um, your social insurance number is like your finger, your your thumbprint. Your, okay. It's a fingerprint. It's unique as can be to you. Now, it was it's a privilege to have that as a migrant, to live in this country, to actually mm-hmm. work in this country. When you mm-hmm. become a victim of identity theft, through social insurance number, it is a nightmare, an absolute mm. nightmare. And you may have come across this in your industry, Lynn, to get it replaced with a brand new number. Okay, yeah. I have met I, two I, people. Sorry, okay. I've met two people, a good friend of mine, who is still not in um, actually in Ottawa, and it's been years because somebody... They claim that she was she was working two jobs, mind you, in different okay. cities in the first place, in different cities to oh, begin with. Okay. And the penalty for that a slap on the wrist is like about five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Now, it wasn't a huge amount of money because CRA said to her that she owed this money. It's okay. taken many years and to fight it, and finally she's she's actually going to be in my next book um, to fight it, um, and now get a new social insurance number. There's someone I was doing a book signing um, one day, and this uh, uh, a young lady who is, um, I believe she's also a financial planner, advisor, and the same thing happened to her. And she's fine now. There's a very few, very, very, well, I mean few, I mean so few people would get their social insurance number replaced. It's not like your right. driver's license, your OHIP card, it's very simple to get a new number. Okay. You know, the, the OHIP card, they change the last two letters, your driver's license. Yeah. Then why can they not do the same thing for a social insurance number? Right. So so what's happening is someone is using their social insurance number, and like they're actually working, but submitting the other the uh, uh, someone else's social insurance number. Is that what's happening? So what's what? Let me explain a bit about so social insurance number, driver's license, for example. Yeah. Let's go to driver's license. We'll go back to social insurance. So driver's license. Somebody gets your driver's license. It's in your name. Mm-hmm. Are they going to drive better than you? <laughs> not likely. Drive? <laughs> no, they do not. They really don't care how many parking tickets, how they drive, what happens, unless they get caught, get stopped. That's right. a different story. But again, if they have your social insurance, I'm sorry, your driver's license, who's the one going to pay the price? Who would not be able to renew their license to the stickers? Right, 
The same thing with social insurance number. It's a similar but slightly different. When you think about social insurance number, a lot of people want a new identity. Now we are a country, and I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, but I'll tell you something. When survival will make you do so many things, and people act on emotions, mm-hmm. not logic. So if someone comes to a country and they cannot get a social insurance number to work, obviously we all know people work for cash. We know that. Yeah, yeah. But you can't get certain benefits without having a social insurance number. So there are yeah. a lot of people who people get the social insurance number, and until you get a tax bill indicating that you have to pay so much taxes, you now mm-hmm. have to. You now have to. You and I now have to prove that it's not us, right. and it's not easy. Okay. People do it for different reasons. Again, survival. Some of them are trying to get away from, from child support. Oh, okay. They want a new identity. They do mm-hmm. not want to be in the radar. Because people right. don't think about these things. Um, okay. You know, think of the reasons why people will not want people to know who they are. Mm-hmm. People tell this none of it's good. None of it's good, is it? No, no. And there's some people who do this willingly to their family, and there's certain communities who share the social insurance number. There was an there was um an article. I know one or two people who've had social insurance number compromised. Um, but there was an article a couple of years back. I can't remember exactly how long it is, where I think a woman was at one of the department stores working. Sorry, she went to apply for a job. And they refused the job because they said, you already worked here. And she said, what do you oh. mean? And she said, you already worked there. I'm not kidding you. Um, oh, my. And it so happened the person was working that same day. And they caught it. Okay. Oh, there's my. Wow. Isn't there's that something? Yeah. yeah. Yep, Diana, it's time course. for us to go to break again, Absolutely. and um, and uh, this is fascinating. I'm looking forward to uh, discussing this more with you after the break. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Len focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Len every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to our show today, and it's called The Big F. Um, remember that our show today is um, is not live. It's being recorded, um, so we don't have the opportunity for you to call in this morning uh, or to go on the live chat, um, but we'd love to hear your comments or questions. 
questions on this show, um, and you can reach me at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. Um, Diane is telling us this morning about the different kinds of frauds, what we can look out for uh, in order to protect ourselves. So, uh, Diane, what what other things should we be watching out for? One of the things I want people to be aware of is be very care- careful about your information, where you who you give it to, and where you place it, or what you put, um, because it's all about information. In the old days, we used to talk about pickpocketing. Mm-hmm. It's um it's not about pickpocketing in your wallet so much anymore. I mean, of course, if you travel and so forth, and we can talk about days about fraud and different aspects here. But if you travel to it, when people pickpocket you, if you notice in your wallet, sometimes it's the information, your credit card, and what you carry with you. So be very cautious of what you carry. If you're going shopping, just carry cash, and you're Debit or credit card. You don't need to have all these other credit cards. Right. Have it in a safe place as well. So, um, you know, we just touch, just finish off on the, the social insurance. One of the things, um, it was for the seniors. Now, I have a beef with this because if you're in a store and you look like a senior, there's no reason why they should ask you for your senior card. But in the old days, the seniors' cards used to have the social insurance number printed on it. Yes. Yeah. So look for forms of IDs because. When you think about it, the the number one target for identity theft mm-hmm. is actually children and then seniors. Who is first? The children and children. The youth children. The minors. Okay. Think about it then. You're in an industry that your credit history means a world to you. Yes. But these kids do not have a credit history. Nobody's monitoring them. Although technically you can ask um, your local credit bureau companies or search to see if you have a credit history. And typically yeah. a child should not. But there are times we come across where a child does have one because somebody used their social insurance number and oh. they are compromised. And so see, now, be- now they're getting them at a young age, right? When That's when right. I was growing up, you didn't get a social insurance number until you were an adult and going for a job. But now we do get the social insurance numbers quite often because, yes, um, well, the RESP, they have to have a social insurance um, for the registered education savings plan. So most, most children are getting them. That's why I could tell you a personal story. Um, many moons ago, I can't remember when, my kids, I had gotten the social insurance of my three kids. And uh, but six months after, my second daughter, she was getting applications in the mail for um, credit card companies. And this was two major oh. credit, not, the, not the, the, the charter banks, this was other credit card companies. And right. um, well-known credit card companies, by the way. Okay. And she was getting, uh, for several months, she was getting applications and applications. I got this is long before I knew about Legal Shield. I knew about protection. I knew anything about that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in the bank at the time because I came from a um, the financial industry as well. I used to work in one of the charter banks. But the point is, um, if she was getting this, and I got so upset with them because they just will not take off the mailing list. Eventually, they did. Wow. But she was, uh, yes, yeah, six months. Just after six months. So what they were doing. Is, um somehow, and I could tell these stories, it's not even funny, 
But somehow they got a hold of her, so she must be in the mailing list. And yeah. there's some companies who actually sell their mailing list, or how they receive their mailing oh. list. But um, again, that's something to be cautious about. Um, but it stopped. It stopped. Now she's at, she's actually 21 now, but the point is, anything <laughs> happens. I know it's happened to babies, uh-huh. but if actually it happened to, I know of people whose grandkids have been compromised and, and so forth. Wow. About that. But one of the things um, that's huge right now, I recently had interviewed um, a RCMP officer, and actually, mm-hmm. well, RCMP officers, actually, one of my radio show, one of my, my TV show about mass marketing fraud. Mm-hmm. Now, mass marketing fraud is pretty much about anything to do with online, telephone, websites, that type of marketing. So where they can go out and blast in emails. Mm-hmm. So when you actually have someone, and I've actually received phone calls from fraudsters, and you you can tell. And sometimes I have fun with it, yeah. uh, with people calling in, because you can tell who is the not. And I always in my book, I also, uh, Mrs. Ford and you, I also talk about the seniors should always have their wallet far away from where their phone is. Oh. The reason for that being, I know it sounds crazy, but I also a laugh and joke about it because they're quick to give information. They're too yeah. trusting. If you have yes. to get up to go and get your card, but at the time the fraudster gets impatient sometimes because they're scripting, they're reading. So it, I always say to people, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions until that kingdom come because the fraudster will get very weary, don't have the patience. Oh. Okay. One of the things I get to is people to ask, calling me and ask me if I have a llama system in my house. That is not their business. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing now? Why would you want to tell them? Because they're trying to sell you. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, it's not selling you in that sense. It's actually to gather information. Now, I'm not saying they're legit. it's not legal. I'm saying just be cautious. You don't know. Right. Yes. So well, this- and... You know, when when you said have your have your identification far away so you'd have to go and get that from the phone, it also gives you a few seconds to think whether this is, you know, whether this is really something you should be doing or something, right? Well, like it just, yeah, you know, it, it might make them impatient, but it also gives you a little bit of time to think about, okay, is this something that would be you would be regular practice for this company and um, question a little bit too. Well, I'm hoping. See, the seniors are targets because of the Western Union fraud. Um, now, Western Union is a great company. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the Western Union the service they use or the MoneyGrams and so forth. It's the service used to transfer money. Right. So yes. then we also have um, the lottery scams. Now, please, I know a friend's brother who actually got caught up in this because, and I spoke, and he, I got a phone call, and I actually go to, I went out to the house, and for some reason, everybody, every time it's for people call me. <laughs> so anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I've been branded as that to Mrs. Freud, and my husband <laughs> calls me that sometimes. But anyway, but the point is, and I said to the young man, I said, um, tell me why, I'm not here to judge you, I'm not here to judge anyone, but tell me why. He won't get that. He said because he was hoping he could have a better life his family. Okay. So you know, although he was taking money, you know, um, taking the money, 
to try and because when you have a lottery scam, you have to pay taxes and insurance and so forth to get the money. That's what they claim. So that's, people don't yeah, know that's their story. Give them a couple, couple thousand dollars, and it was up to like maybe close to fifteen thousand he had given them, and was asking wow. for more. One of the things wow. when I called my contact at the RCMP, she said to me, "Did he transfer any money today, that particular day?" And I said, "No." Because if they could have, they could have traced it. But okay. because this was passed. Uh, and how we dis- how it was discovered is that um the potato joined the account with his mom and his mom realized money was coming out from the account. Okay. So again wow. there's different signals happening here. Anything to do with um again, most of these transfers would actually be online. Most of the okay. contacts Again, so that's why you have to transfer funds. It's not somebody's going to meet you in a side corner store and say, no, no. It's not that situation. Um, you could be sitting in a potential fraud store in an investment um, business. I also know one of my girlfriends, she's actually going to be in my book as well for investment scam that mm. really and truly was something, it was a huge investment, a development. And there was okay. somebody, the group in Dubai, and when it was time to the funds, it was gone. When she was trying to, to she went to the bank, and realized all the funds were gone. Now she went, she served her time, devastated. Mm-hmm. But the point is, she's not trying to make a wrong thing right. And by doing, making a wrong thing right, that's when she got into, got into it, because she was trying to cover the funds. And mm-hmm. she gave herself up. And she had to start wow. her life. And she is restarting her life. And she's an amazing woman. But sometimes you get caught up with the wrong people because you never know who the fraudsters are. So, so how did that one start? Where, where, where was the contact that, that initially, you know, how did, how did that start at the very beginning? And, and could she oh. have, you know, looking back, could she see the warning signs? I think um, if you're dealing with a couple million dollar investment, right, um, mm-hmm. You're hoping that the people you're working with, and I, I honestly don't remember the details in more deep details how it happened. I, I know I have the story there, but I know to the that people represent themselves. Okay, the the fraudsters do not look shabby. Right. Yeah. They look professional. Mm-hmm. And they've got. The, I'm sure they've got lingo down too. Of course. Right. It, yeah. Home, they're professionals. But they're not professional. They are professional business. Think of it this way: they are professional. They are professional business people dressed what they're as doing. professionals. However, mm-hmm. that's a business for them. Just like you are financial in the financial industry, you look professional. Just like you're a real estate agent, professional. That's mm-hmm. your job. Right. I'm a I'm a master practitioner, board certified. I will look professional. I'm an yep. author. I have to look professional. I'm a TV host. I have to look professional. Those are our businesses. So yes. to say, but you don't know what's behind the mask on the facade and all of this. You don't mm-hmm. know who's sitting across you. Again, things will be perfect because they practice their scripting. Yes. And it's very yeah. hard for a professional, very well-educated woman, by the way. Okay. Very well-educated yep. woman. But yeah. you don't know until it can go south. Okay. So it's again, you have to be very cautious about 
who you work with. And of course, there's things you can do to find out if it's true. Sometimes it's not that easy to find out who the fraudsters are, who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Remember, yes, I can understand that, on one, yeah. It's not one-on-one person. It's a team of people. So if you look at mortgage oh. fraud, financial fraud, it's a team of people. If you have a mortgage fraud, you have to have a mortgage broker, agent, the bank, yeah. financial planner, lawyer. Everybody is a group, it's a team. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's time for us to go for a break, but I'd like to talk more about that uh, when we come back from this break, Diane. Okay. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. This is Lynn Wedham on Step Right with Lynn. Our guest today is Diane Ojar Alley. She's author of Mrs. Fraud and You. Um, Diane, so we don't run out of time at the end. Um, I'd love if you would tell people how they may contact you if they have questions or, uh, you know, you could get some stories too. I'm sure there's a lot of stories out there of, of things that people have run into as well. Thank you. Um, one of the things we're doing is actually I'm writing a second book called Mrs. Ford's Heroes, We Survived the Nightmare. And those that's the stories of the victims, who I call heroes, who are willing to actually share their stories. Okay. Ready for, to be an advocate, to have a voice, so um, about people do not want it to happen to others. Or it's also for ther- it's very therapeutic as well when you tell your story. I bet. So that's something yeah. you can... And you can... Con- now, the website for the book, if you... And I highly recommend the book. This book has, um, for Mrs. Freud and you, actually, it's a book that's, like you said, it's a guidebook, and I've had it as CMP officers, police officers, and so forth. There's not many books out there with that. And I've got mm-hmm. amazing feedback. It's not there to save your life, mm-hmm. but it's for you mm-hmm. to be aware, consciously, start asking questions. Right. And the... um. The website for that book is www.mrsfraudandyou.com. That's M-R-S, fraud, F-R-A-U-D, A-N-D-Y-U.com. You can certainly contact me there as well. Mm-hmm. You can also go to my website where we have a protective service that can cover you with one of the number one risk management companies in the world, and that website is 
ojari.com. That's D-I-A-N-N-E, O-J-A-R-A-L-I.com. And if, if you want to um, be a guest on my show, the, um, the DNNU show, you can also go to www.thednnedinandyoushow.com. I think I said hmm. that wrong. But anyway, you'll find me. You can find me in many places. Sure. Um, but you can just hit on anyone, you can find me. But the, the bottom line is um, I am willing to speak to anyone who has a story to share or we also do speaking engagements. Um, one of the things I want to mention to you, then, let's shift to the people ask me, how does fraud and coaching and the show and everything link together? It does. Yeah. Um, it's about people's mindset, the bottom line. Okay. It's our mindset. Um, when you think about it, but you should have a coach, whether it be business, mm-hmm. personal, and so forth. I have many coaches. I work with mm-hmm. many coaches as well. But the bottom right. line is, it's all about people's mindset and how they perceive themselves. Because the number one thing about people's biggest fear is what people think of them. Right. Not. The number one fear is what people think of them, and that holds them back. Mhm. Mhm. what you think and about I would, fraud? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I think where you're going with that is with with the fraud. We don't admit that we've had a problem, or you know, Correct. people don't want to admit that things aren't That's perfect. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. And one of the downfalls that we have here is um, actually is that. We only know the statistics and the stats that's actually been reported. Right. Think about those who have not reported it. There's a lot yeah. more in statistics. And you can actually go to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center and contact them. That's your point of contact. Also, your local police department, and they will direct you. Uh, when that incident happened to a young man, and we contacted the police officers, I mean, the division where, where he lives, which happened in my division, um, they told us don't come in because it didn't make any sense to come in. They actually had a detective come out. Oh, okay. Them. Again, because now it becomes a case. And then also you also you got the RCMP. You can also okay. contact them as well. Um, but the one for last night that got that phone call, um, I contacted her at the RCMP. Mm-hmm. Um, because this particular lady is in denial. So again, Talking about mindset, why people do the things they do. They think their problem is their problem, but that's not their biggest problem. Mm-hmm. They're looking for solutions, looking for a way out. And that's why people prey on you. Okay. Um, yeah, so so I, I guess you're you're saying keep our our mindset in a way that, that we're watching out for things, not vulnerable. Um and that what kind I'm of saying thing. is, yeah. You know, what I'm saying is, first of all, if something happens, contact the right authorities, contact the right people. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? If you have a question about finances, something doesn't seem right. Contact you. Contact your mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. Someone you trust. If something's not right, just don't take it upon yourself to figure you can fix it. You can't fix it unless right. you know what you're doing. Yeah. People are not what, savvy. Yeah. Yeah. What's really 
Yeah, the the point I've really taken away from this, like I've heard of many of, you know, little bits about, but to realize, you know, you called it organized crime. So just to realize how organized these people are that are targeting. And, and of course, you know, if we're dealing with organized crime, then obviously you're going to go to the police and the RCMP. So I think, I think that's the point that you have made very clear for us today. Um, Diane and I really thank you for for taking the time today thank to share you. this with um, your tips and uh, um, and your advice to keep us safe. We really appreciate you being with us today. So uh, thanks so much um, and uh, good luck with all your covering of the the festival this week. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's a lot of work. Hopefully, um, yes, I would be able to see again. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. So at this time, I'd like to remind you to tune in next week uh, when we'll discuss three critical steps to effective giving and contribution. Uh, remember, we welcome your comments on Step Right with Lynn. I'd love to hear who you think we should be talking to, what topics you would like to see covered on the show. You can send me an email at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T. Um, if I hear from you, I'd love to send you a copy of the book, um, Have Filled a Bucket Today, which is a book for children, um, which uh, teaches children uh, that when they do good for others, it fills other people's buckets, and it also fills their own bucket as well. So uh, we'd love to hear from you, and <clears throat> we're looking forward to our show next week as well. This is Lynn Wadham, and the show is Step Right with Lynn. And until next time, please take the right steps to support yourself, your family, and the community. I'm looking forward to being with you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A to Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time.